0: Hello, I am David Silber, speaking for the Drisha Institute. We are presenting a series of podcasts on prayer and nigun, prayer and melody, focusing on the prayers of the high holidays of the Yamim Noraim. The day of Rosh Hashanah is a day of the coronation of the king. The one leading the morning service begins with the word Hamelech. Yom Kippur as well is a day of God's kingship. But on Yom Kippur we speak of the king who sits on the throne of mercy. Yoshev al-kisei rachamim. We repeat that phrase over and over on Yom Kippur. Let's listen to Hamelech, the greeting of the king that inaugurates the morning service. The performers... Laura Melnikoff on the cello, Abai Steinmel silver piano, Jordan Hirsch trumpet, and Andy Statman plays the clarinet. Let's listen to Hamelech. One of the features of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur is the addition of many poems, known as piyutim, into the service. Generally speaking, during the year, they're not uh, added in, and there's been a centuries, many centuries debate about the appropriateness of putting things into the Amidah. But in Yom Kippur and Rosh Hashanah, we do add many poems and prayers we put them into, these, into the service, into the Amidah. One of the poems that is recited in the morning service of Yom Kippur, Aderet Ve'emunah, it's an interesting brief poem. It's a description of God and God's attributes. And Aderat Ve'emunah is recited by the Sephardic communities every, every week, every Shabbat. The Ashkenazi community recites this poem once a year. Yom Kippur morning. It describes God's attributes, and in general, there's a reluctance to speak too much about God's attributes. God is beyond words, beyond description. But on Yom Kippur, we take that liberty of describing God. Let's listen to two renditions of this poem, Aderet Viemunah. two aderits are very different. The first of them, to me at least, engenders or reflects the mystery of God. God is mysterious. God is beyond our comprehension. The second one, I feel, and it's very subjective, there's more of a sense of God's presence. There's a sense of this is the God to whom we pray. It's about solicitation, perhaps, and perhaps even about celebration. Each of these nigunim, of course, is reflecting a different understanding of the words. To some extent, I feel it's subjective and intended to be subjective. Let's listen to another nigun that is sung in the Musaf service, in the afternoon service. I've heard it sung to the rather lengthy poem the tagline of which is, Imrul Elohim Manorah Maasecha. It's taken from the Psalms. S- speak about God or to God or concerning God about God's creations. Rosh Hashanah is a day of creation, but Yom Kippur also has the aspect of creation. So this is a, a waltz out of the world of mudjits which we often sang, to this particular poem recited in the Musaf service. Certainly one of the highlights of the Yom Kippur service is the recitation of the piyut Unitane Tokev, the most famous of all the Piyot team. It speaks of God's judgment, not only God's judgment of humanity, even the angels are judged. And in this judgment, nobody is found blameless, not even the angels. The angels are frightened as the day of, day of judgment approaches. But at the end of Natanatokif, after the description about the potential punishments that will be visited upon members of humanity, who by fire, who by water, but at the very end is a call to repentance. And in that call to repentance, the point is made that there's always an opportunity. Up until the very last moment, there's always an opportunity. God is waiting for us to return This next nigun I heard this many years ago I don't know where it's coming from It is sung by different communities to different parts of the great poem We sang it to the very end of natane tokev adam May afar the human being is comes from the dust and returns to the dust it's a reflection a very sober reflect, reflection upon the limits of humanity at the same time within those limits the opportunity we have to return to the source let's listen to this nigun adam May afar The next nigun we'll listen to, which comes out of the world of Chabad, is set to the words that are found in the 90th Psalm. They're not actually found in the Yom Kippur service. The words are, Tashav Enosh Adaka, Fatome Shuvu B'nei Adam. You say, you God, say, you return the human being to the dust, you decree, return you mortals. And the verse in the 90th Psalm, References what God said to Adam, you are, you are dust, afarata v'el afar tashuv. But a kind of midrashic understanding of it, which is not the plain meaning, is you return the human being to the dust, but you say, return, return to me, O human. So it's a reading of return, not afarata afar tashuv, you return to the dust, but rather, shuvu, return to me. And Unitana Tokif, as I mentioned earlier, is precisely focused on this point, the idea of the last paragraph, after a description of the God who judges all of humanity, who knows everything, and who decrees the fate of all individual people. But at the very end, it speaks of the ability to return, even up until the last moment, And God is waiting for our repentance. God waits, God waits patiently, God hopes that we will take the opportunity to return, to move forward in life. And that's what Yom Kippur is really all about. There's a reason that this very powerful poem is seen as a, if not the, central poem of Yom Kippur. So let's listen to a rendition of enosh adaka. God returns humanity to the dust, but God says, Shuvel, return to me, O human beings. of the five services of Yom Kippur has its own particular feel. The Musav service, the additional service, is the great drama. In this service, we reenact the service of the high priest on Yom Kippur, a very complex service. It's called the Avodah. We actually reenact it. It's very unusual. Almost never do we reenact something in the synagogue. Yom Kippur, we have a reenactment. The high priest And the service of Yom Kippur is carried out by the high priest alone. And the high priest is entering the Holy of Holies the one time in the year that the high priest enters the Holy of Holies, stands before God in a very direct sense. It's a wonderful opportunity. It's also frightening. It's also dangerous. So after the service is completed, when the high priest has left the Holy of Holies, And he's still alive. He survived this encounter with the divine, which can be dangerous. There's enormous joy. The world is singing. The great drama of Yom Kippur, that's in the Mus'af service. and It's very interesting that on Yom Kippur, in terms of the standard Nus'ach, different parts of the service have different Nus'ach, different melodies. The Kaddish recited before the Mus'af is the great dramatic Kaddish, and that reflects the drama of Yom Kippur, which is the musaf service. Let's listen to a nigun, a joyous nigun, which I can imagine being sung by people when the news has been received that the high priest has safely exited from the Holy of Holies and is a joy when we hear that the service, the Avodah of Yom Kippur, has been successfully completed. A joyous nigun at the end of the Musaf service. David Silber, on behalf of Drisha Institute, thank you for listening. And our next episode will focus on the afternoon and the Ne'ilah service, the concluding service of Yom Kippur. We hope you will enjoy it and find it meaningful.